ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد once again it's a pleasure to welcome all of you in our classes uh, tonight we will still continue in this special class about hajj since we are in the season of hajj the people are making preparation to make hajj may allah <coughs> get those who already going safe and bring them back safe i mean and those who are still trying to uh, go there may allah make things easy for them uh, we're still reading from the book of our beloved Shaykh Al-Allama Abdul Muhsin Al-Badr Tabseer Al-Nasik Bi-Ahkam Al-Manasik This is the fifth class Al-Dars Al-Khamis Arkan Al-Hajji Wal-Amr Another chapter uh, We start tonight by learning The pillars of Hajj and Umrah Same way there is pillars of Islam There is pillars for the Salat and there is pillars for Hajj and Umrah. Arkan al-Hajj and Umrah هي التي يجب الاتيان بها ولا يكفي أن يؤتى بشيء بدلا عنها. The Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Allah he says the Arkan, which is a plural of Rukun, the pillars of Hajj and Umrah. It is those things that everyone should perform in Hajj and Umrah. Nothing come instead. How do you understand nothing come instead? Because there is certain things in Hajj. If a person didn't do them or can't, they may fast. Okay? For instance, we're going to learn later on, somebody who cannot afford to slaughter an animal uh, for Hajj to matter, they fast 10 days. Three in the Hajj and seven at home. Some people who cannot shave their head because they sick or something, they can slaughter an animal instead. Not for the pillars. The pillars, he said, they have to be performed. <laughs> Umrah has three pillars. Al-Ihram, Wal-Tawaf, Wal-Sa'i. There are three pillars for Umrah. If somebody wants to make Umrah, he needs to know that these are the pillars of Umrah. Ihram. He should engage in the intention of Ihram in the Miqat. And Tawaf around the Kaaba and the Sa'i between Safa and Marwa. These are pillars of Umrah. وَهَذِهِ الْأَرْكَانِ أَرْكَانٌ لِلْحَجِّ مَعَا رُكْنٍ The same three pillars of Umrah they are as well three pillars of Hajj. Ihram, Tawab, Sa'i. But the Hajj have a fourth pillar. The same three pillars for Umrah, but the Hajj add another one, which is Arafah. To be there in Arafah, to make it to Arafah. Now the Sheikh is going to explain these things, these pillars. Once again, Ihram, Tawaf, Sa'i for Umrah. What is Ihram? Qalwal Ihramu huwa niyyatu al-dukhulu fi al-dukhuli fi al-nusuk. 
فلا ينعقد الاحرام الا بحصول النيه في القلب what is ihram now when we say ihram is the intention that a person have to enter into that which they want to do umrah hajj okay so this ihram would not take place person will not be in a state of ihram unless they intend in their hearts what they about to do now because some people they hear this word ihram and they talk about those white clothing you know those two two pieces of cloth no those are malabis al ihram those are the clothings of ihram but the ihram is the intention once you get to the miqat which is the miqat is a specific place that are signed by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam once a person get to that point intending to make hajj or umrah they should not go beyond that point until they make intentions whether they make an umrah or hajj that's ihram لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم انما الاعمال بالنيات وانما لكل امرئ ما نوى actions are judged and rewarded according to intentions and everyone will be rewarded according to what they intend for this look with imam al-bukhari imam muslim from umar al-khattab radiyallahu anhu وقال ابن المنذر في الاجماع واجمعوا على انه ان اراد ان يهل بحج فاهل بعمره او اراد ان يهل بعمره فلب بحج ان اللازم له ما عقد عليه قلبه لا ما نطق به لسان ابن المنذر one of the great scholars of the past in his book al-ijma' page six, page 55 he says واجمعوا they have a total agreement meaning the ulama that if a person is going to make hajj that's what he has in his heart but at the time of the miqat he says labbayk allahumma umrah he made a mistake or somebody is going to make umrah but then at the miqat says labbayk allahumma hajj he says what is taken in consideration what's in his heart not what he said with his tongue the intention like for example a person is going to make umrah in ramadan there is no hajj in ramadan but that person when he got there at the miqat he says labbayk allahumma hajj so now this person no because when he left his house he left to make umrah he didn't left to make hajj okay that's the ihram what tawafu tawafu al-ifada lil-hajj بعد الإفادة من عرفة عرفة مزدلفة. What is the tawaf? Is tawaf الإفادة. Tawaf الإفادة. The tawaf that is obligatory in Hajj is tawaf الإفادة. And this tawaf it is performed after عرفة المزدلفة. Not before. Once the pilgrims they spend the day or a part of the day in Arafah or a part of the night in Arafah and then they come back after sunset they go to Muzdalifah and spend the night until the next Fajr then they go to make Tawaf Al-Ifadah that's Tawaf Al-Ifadah because Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in Surah Al-Hajj verse 29 29 
وَلْيَطَّوَّفُوا بِالْبَيْتِ الْعَتِيقِ And they should unmask, make tawaf around the ancient house. What is the ancient house? The Kaaba. The Kaaba. وَلِحَدِيثِ عَائِشَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا And also that's the proof from the Qur'an. The Shaykh is going to bring, bring the proof now from the Sunnah. Hadith that is agreed upon by Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, rahimahumullah. That Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, حَجَجْنَا مَعَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ فَأَفَضْنَا يَوْمَ النَّحْرُ She said, we performed hajj with the Prophet sallallahu because that's his wife. And she means her and her co-wives. They perform hajj with the Prophet She says, so we perform tawaf al-ifada on the day of the slaughter, the tent of the hijjah. Fahadat Safiya. After that, Safiya, one of the wives of the Prophet her menses come in, come. Fa'arad al-Nabi sallallahu she said and the Prophet wants to enjoy himself with her, she's his wife. But Aisha told him, no, she's, she, her menses came. Alright, now she has her menses. Then the Prophet said, Then the Prophet said, so now we're going to stay here and wait for her until her menses come to an end and she's clean and didn't make tawaf. They says, La. But they says no, she actually she made the tawaf with us on the day of the Eid, then her menses came. Then the Prophet said, okay, let's go back home to Medina. There's more details, this hadith. This hadith highlights the what the woman should do if her if she, if she has her menses. Because there is like tawaf al qudum that's the first tawaf you do when you get to the Mecca. And there is this one tawaf al-ifada after Arafah al-Muzdalifah. And there is tawaf al-wada'. The woman and her on their menses, they don't have to wait for tawaf al-wada'. They just leave. They exempt. That's why the Prophet said, let us go. But they are not exempt from tawaf al-ifada. Tawaf al-ifada, they should perform it. فقوله حابستنا هي أي حابستنا في مكة حتى تطهر وتطوف طواف الإفادة قال ابن القدامة في المغني وهو ركن للحج لا يتم إلا به لا نعلم فيه خلافا ولأن الله عز وجل قال وليتطوفوا بالبيت العتيق ابن قدامة رحمه الله سزن هزبوك المغني ددس طواف طواف الإفادة once again that is performed after عرفات المزدلفة it is a rukun. It is a pillar from the pillars of Hajj. No one's Hajj is complete without it. No one's Hajj is complete without this one. He says, this great alim Ibn Qudama says, we don't know any difference of opinions as related to this one here. And because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and they must make tawaf around the ancient house Al-Kaaba Qal ibn Abdul Bar one of the great scholars also 
وفي الإسلام هو من فرائد الحج لا خلاف في ذلك بين العلماء This is something that is obligatory upon the people to perform meaning tawaf al-ifada in hajj there is no difference of opinions of the ulama when it comes to this one That was the tawaf al-ifada Now the sheikh says as tawaf for umrah wa tawaf lil-umrah awwal tawaf ya'ti bihi al-mu'tamir idha qadima makkah What is tawaf al-umrah It is the first tawaf you perform once you reach Mecca. Whether you're going to make Umrah or you're going to make Hajj, as soon as you make it, you, of course you get in a state of Ihram, and once you get, it to Mecca, you get to Mecca, you make tawaf. That first tawaf is, is called tawaf al-Umrah, or also it's called tawaf al-Qudum, when you just got there. قال في بداية المجتهد أجمعوا على أنه ليس على المعتمر إلا طواف القدوم أي طواف العمرة The ulama they mentioned that the person who is performing umrah only there is no tawaf upon that person except طواف القدوم meaning طواف العمرة once when a person gets there he makes that tawaf only that's it one tawaf and then he pray to rakat and make one side, shave his head, or clip it, and that's it. Umrah is over. That's the Umrah. قال ابن قدامة في المغني في معرض الاستدلال لكون طواف الإفادة ركنا في الحج قال ولأن الحج أحد النسكين فكان الطواف ركنا كالعمره Now the Shaykh, he explained to us what this word Al-Umrah means. Al-Umrah Lughatan Al-Ziyarah Al-Umrah, linguistically, it means to visit. That's what he means, linguistically, Al-Umrah. Visitation. Visiting. وفي الشرع زيارة البيت العطيق للتواف به والسعبين الصفا والمروة. But in the terminology of the legislation, Umrah means visiting the house of Allah, the ancient house, to perform tawaf around it, and to make sa'i between Safa and Marwa. That's what Umrah means. But linguistically, in the Arabic language, it means to visit. To visit. Visitation. But in Islam, Umrah means to visit still. To visit, but what? To visit the house of Allah. To go and visit the house of Allah. Not just to look at it and go back. No, to make tawaf around it seven times. And to make sa'i between Safa and Marwa seven times as well. وَقَدْ تَافَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم بِالْبَيْتِ وَسَعَى بَيْنَ الصَّفَا وَالْمَرْوَى فِي عُمْرَتَيْ الْقَدَاءُ وَالْجِعْرَانَةِ That the Prophet ﷺ did this. He made tawaf around the house, the Kaaba, seven times. Uh, uh, and uh, he made tawaf around the, 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 the Kaaba. And he made sa'i between Safa and Marwa 
in two umrat. One umrat they call it umrat al-qada, and the other one they call it umrat al-jahirrana. وروى البخاري ومسلم عن عمر ابن دينار. Also Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim they collected this hadith from Amr ibn Dinar who said سَأَلْنَا ابْنَ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا عَنْ رَجُلٍ طَافَ فِي الْبَيْتِ فِي عُمْرَةٍ وَلَمْ يَطُفْ بَيْنَ الصَّفَ وَالْمَرْوَةِ أَيَأْتِ امْرَأَتَهُ فَقَالَ قَدِمَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ سَلَّمْ فَطَافَ فِي الْبَيْتِ سَبْعًا وَصَلَّى خَلْفَ الْمَقَامِ رَكَعَتَيْن in this hadith, a man, a tabi'i, he came and asked, he said, we ask Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah. They ask one of the companions of the Prophet sallallahu Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah. They said, what do you say? Give us a fatwa. We're asking you, Ibn Umar, you the companion of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Here we're asking you about a man who came to make Umrah. So he's in a state of ihram. Remember we told you in previous class that once you engage in a state of ihram, once you say, لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ عُمْرَةً Now you're in a state of ihram. There is a lot of things that are become haram for you at this moment. Until you make tawaf and sa'i and shave and finish your umrah, then these things become permissible once again. From those things that become haram for you, for somebody who's married, to have relations with his wife. It's not permissible. She's with him. It's not permissible for him to have relations with her until that person finished the whole Umrah. Now it becomes permissible. Likewise, it's not permissible for him to wear, to wear socks, underwear, pants, clothing, stove, kufi, hats, ghutra. No, until he finished his Umrah. It's not permissible for him to put any perfume, white musk or mescal kaaba, doesn't matter, oud, until he finished the umrah. It's not permissible for him to have a haircut, trim a mustache, or to clip his fingernails or toenails until what? Until he finished the umrah. It's not permissible for him to get married and, and other things. Now here these people, they asked Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, they says, what do you say about a man? He finished the tawaf, but before he made say between Safa Marwa wants to enjoy his wife. Is that permissible? Can he do that? Look at the answer of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu. He said to them, the Prophet came to Mecca. He made tawaf around the Kaaba seven times. And he performed two rak'ats. He prayed two units of prayer behind the station of Ibrahim. And then he went, made tawaf between Sa'i between Safa and Marwa seven times. And indeed you have in the Messenger of Allah the best example to be followed. See the answer? Enough. Meaning, do what the Prophet ﷺ did. وَالسَّعِيُّ لِلْعُمْرَةِ بَعْدَ الطَّوَافِ It is from the pillars of Umrah. سَعِيُّ 
as this is, was the action of the Prophet ﷺ in the two Umrah that we mentioned, Umrah Al-Qada and Umrah Al-Ji'irrana. I understand if you try to study Hajj and Umrah the first time, second, third, tenth time, you know, it's going to be a become a little bit, you know, too much with so many information, what you do, and it look all confusing, yeah, that's normal. But once you study it again, and do it again, and again, and again, it become easy, alhamdulillah. It become easy. Because now too many things, tawaf, say, qudum, jahran, this, izar, ihram, harafa, muzdalifa, shamarat, this, this. It become a little bit, you know, overwhelming. But once you study it again and again and again, especially if you go more than once to perform Hajj or Umrah, it becomes, alhamdulillah, easier. Okay, it gets easier and easier every time you read the book and every time you perform it, alhamdulillah. Especially if you've never been there, now you just hear a tawaf, you don't know what's going on, Arafah, Muzdalifah. But if you've been there already, make Hajj and Umrah a couple of times, then you know, because now those, those who've been there, their minds is already there. When they hear like Tawaf, they are they're like, subhanAllah, they picture it in their eyes, now in front of them, as, like, as though they're making Tawaf now. They know where the Safa is, Marwa, what's between them, what? They know where Arafat, Muzdalifa, Alhamdulillah. They green now. Green. They green, yes. Now they make it all of it green. Not just one here and one there. They make it even easier. They make it all green. You remember, he used to walk and see the green one, and then run until the other green. No, between the two, all of it is green. Okay. So you know, because sometimes people, they don't see that one, and they keep looking, they pass it. Now it's all green, it's right in front of you. Now. وَالسَّعِيُ لِلْحَجْ فِي حَقِّ الْمُتَمَتِّعِ بَعْتَ طَوَافِ الْإِفَادَةِ And say. That is obligatory between Safa and Marwa is that Sa'i for the Mutamatya. See, now that's why I said this. It gets technical. Uh, because you can make Hajj, Tamatya, Qiran, and Ifrad. Tamatya is that you go in the time of Hajj, but you go before the 8th of the Hijjah. You go one week before, one day before a month before as long as you are in the months of Hajj okay uh, so what the person do that person will make Umrah when they get to the Kaaba they make Umrah they go to make Hajj but then they start with the Umrah they finish the Umrah, they become normal people, alhamdulillah, no ihram, nothing. Regular clothes, mashallah, they go to pray. On the 8th of the Hijjah, they wear the clothes of ihram again, 
the men, because the women, their regular clothing are their clothing of ihram. And then they say, لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ حَجْ You see, these people, they make it tamattur. But some people, they make ifrad. Or qiran. Ifrad meaning they say they make an only hajj, no umrah, only hajj. People they make qiran, they put hajj and umrah together. So for both the qiran and ifrad, if they make it to Mecca, they make tawaf and say, and they should stay in ihram. They don't come out of ihram. They should stay from it until the 8th of the Hijjah, go to Mina, spend the night, on the night go to Arafat, stay until Maghrib, come and spend the night in Muzdalifah, and in the morning they pray Fajr, and then they come to throw the Jamrat al-Aqaba, only down one, not all three, and they slaughter and shave, now they can come out of the Haram. But the person who is performing Hajj Tamattu, and this is the easiest, and this is the recommended by the ulama, and this is what the Prophet ﷺ wanted to do, he says, if I know what I know now, I would. If, I, if I didn't bring the hadi with me, the animals from Medina, that's another ruling, then I would certainly switch it to Tamattu, to Umrah, as he ordered the companions who didn't bring with them the animals from Medina to sacrifice in Hajj, he told them, switch it to Umrah. Meaning, finish the Umrah, come out of Ihram and enjoy yourself until the 8th of the Hijrah. This stuff is going to become clear later on, okay? Alright? Alhamdulillah. Why I'm saying to you all this? Because the one who performed Tamattur, when they, when they arrive in Mecca, they perform Tawaf and Sa'i. But that say does not count for Hajj. Does not count. That's only for their Umrah. Meaning, on the tenth of the Hijjah, the day of the Eid, the one who performed Hajj Tamattu, they still have to make another Tawab and another say. So the one who making Tamattu, what they do? They make two Tawab and how many say? Two as well. But the person who make Quran and Ifrat, when they come first in Mecca to make Hajj, but they perform Tawaf and Sa'i, on the tenth of the Hijjah, they make only Tawaf. They don't make Sa'i. Because that first Sa'i, Sa'i counts for their Hajj. Do you see the difference? That's why the Shaykh was saying, and the Sa'i that is on the day of the slaughter, the Eid, for the Mutamatti', it is a pillar <coughs> as for the Qarin and the Mufrid if they didn't do it if they didn't make Sa'i when first came to Mecca now they have to make it on the day of the Eid but if they made it in the Eid on the, when they came actually when they came the first time to Mecca they don't have to do it on the Eid <coughs> they do only Tawaf so the Mufrid and the Qarin still they have to make two Tawafs. Tawaf al-Qudum, which is a pillar from the pillars of, and, and then they make 
tawaf al-ifadah but only one side whether they do it in the beginning or at the end no with that huh no what wada no wada is upon everybody tawaf al-wada everybody do tawaf al-wada except one person i mentioned that who's that person huh the woman on height see Tawaf al-Wada is upon everybody to make Tawaf al-Wada. Before they leave, they make Tawaf al-Wada. Except the woman in her menses, if she has to leave, of course. But if she, if it, let's say a woman, she's still there, but her plane ticket is after one week. If she become clean before her trip, she make Tawaf al-Wada. But let's say her menses came today, she's going to travel tomorrow. No. She's, her menses still, no tawaf al-wada' on that woman. She doesn't have to go and change her ticket. No, she leaves. That will come later on, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ الصَّفَى وَالْمَرْوَةَ مِنْ شَعَائِرِ اللَّهِ فَمَنْ حَجَّ الْبَيْتَ أَوْ اِعْتَمَرَ فَلَا جُنَاءَ عَلِيَنْ يَطَّوَفَ بِهِمَا Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 158. I don't have the noble Quran in front of me, so I leave you. This is a homework. You go home, read the translation of this ayah 158. Okay? 158 in Surah Al-Baqarah. It talks about Safa and Marwa. That whoever made Hajj or make Umrah should go between them. You start from Safa and go to Marwa and come back to Safa and go to Marwa seven times. It is not counted like go from Safa to Marwa and come back one. No. From Safa to Marwa, that's one. You go back from Marwa to Safa, that's two. Three, four, five, six, seven. So you start the Safa and end when? At Marwa. Also, the Sheikh mentioned a hadith, collected by Imam Ad-Dara Qutni and Al-Bayhaqi. The Prophet said, Ya ayu al-nas is'aw fa inna sa'ya qad kutiba alaykum. O people, perform sa'i between Safa and Marwa because it became obligatory upon And then the Sheikh mentioned some, something about, you know, ilm al-hadith, some terminology of hadith related to this hadith. And he mentioned another hadith that's collected by Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, that the Prophet that Aisha said, Allah does not consider a hajj or a umrah of any person to be completed if they do not make that sa'i between Safa and Marwa. قَالَ وَهَذِهِ الْأَرْكَانَ الثَّلَاثَ لِلْحَجِّ وَالْعُمْرَةِ مُجْمَعٌ عَلَيْهَا إِلَّا السَّاعِ فَإِنَّهُ رُكْلٌ عِنْدَ جُمْهُورِ الْعُلَمَاءِ Said this 
these three pillars for Hajj and Umrah there is consensus upon them except Sa'i however it is still considered as a pillar with the majority of the scholars with the Jamhur ulama the majority of the scholars so Ihram, Tawaf and Sa'i these are three pillars for both Hajj and Umrah except for the Sa'i the Sheikh he says there is a slight difference but with the majority of the scholars it's still a pillar from the pillars what was the fourth pillar in Hajj who remember Muzdalifa mm-hmm Somebody say something else? What is it? Arafah. 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 Not Muzdalif. Arafah. Al-Wuqufu bi-Arafah. To make it to Arafah is the fourth pillar of Hajj. You have Ihram, Tawaf, Sa'i, and Al-Wuqufu bi-Arafah. To make it to Arafah. قال الله عز وجل فإذا أفدتم من عرفات and then he mentioned the ayah 198 of surah al-Baqarah when you leave عرفات meaning that you've been in عرفات قال لأن الإفادة من عرفة إنما تكون بعد الوقوف فيها when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and when you leave عرفات meaning that you've been in it how somebody going to leave عرفات and didn't make it to it so meaning that a person should make it to Arafat. And this is one thing. If somebody make it to Arafat before sunset, in the morning, by Dhuhr time, by Asr, after Asr, it becomes obligatory upon that person to stay in Arafat until sunset. Cannot leave until sunset. But if somebody make it to Arafat until after sunset, all right, somebody didn't make it for whatever reason. They got a flat tire, whatever, they got lost, a lot of traffic, they still waiting for their ride. They didn't make it until after Maghrib to Arafat. What this person should do? If they want to stay there for a couple of hours, it's up to them. They want to stay for two minutes, not that, that they don't have to stay for a certain time. If they make it after Maghrib, they don't even have to stand for some because they said wuquf. It doesn't mean no, even if they are riding and they enter to Arafah and come out, it's okay. Still, they are considered from those people who make it to Arafah. وهذا الركن الوقوف بعرفة هو الركن الذي يفوت الحج بفواته. And this is the pillar that if a person does not perform it, he has no hajj. If a person missed Arafah, have missed Hajj. The ulama they says he completed his Hajj, but he has to come back and do another Hajj. No Hajj. That's why, Subhanallah, we witness this ourselves. That may Allah reward the government of Saudi Arabia. Subhanallah, the people who are sick, some people, pilgrims, they come from other countries and they get very sick, and they go in the hospitals. They be in the hospital for days. 
But on the day of Arafah, they put them in an ambulance and they take them to Arafah. SubhanAllah. I know. People, they want good for the people. They put them on an ambulance and they take them to Arafah. And he, Allah, of course, and they take them back to the hospital. Because Arafah is important. If somebody miss Arafah, have no hash. And this is because of the hadith of Abdul Rahman ibn Ya'mur radiallahu anhu said, Shahidtu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He says, I saw, I was there, and I saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam standing in Arafah. Some people from Najd, Najd is an area in Saudi Arabia. Like Provence, like here you have Alabama, you have Texas, you have Kentucky, you have Georgia. There is Najd, is one area, like Najd, Hijaz, this, that, okay? He said, a, po- a people from Najd, they came to him and they say, فَقَالُوا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ كَيْفَ الْحَجِّ قَالَ الْحَجُّ عَرَفَةِ فَمَنْ جَاءَ قَبْلَ صَلَاةِ الْفَجْرِ لَيْلَةَ جُمَعْ أي لَيْلَةَ مُزْدَلِفِ فَقَدْ تَمَّ حَجُّهُ They said, Ya Rasulullah, what make Hajj? Huh? He says, Arafah, Hajj is Arafah. And of course, the ulama, when they explain this, it doesn't mean that if somebody go to Arafah and come back, he has Hajj. No. Al Hajj Arafah, Hajj is Arafah. Is this, this doesn't mean somebody says, okay, no. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hajj is Arafah. No tawaf, no sa'i, no mina, no muzdalifa, nothing. I'm going to make Arafah and come back to the airport. No, that's not Hajj. The ulama, they says meaning that this is the important thing in Hajj. If somebody didn't make it to Arafah, has no Hajj. And the Prophet ﷺ, he explained to them, he says, if anyone comes to Arafah and make it to Arafah before Fajr of the 10th day, he's okay. Of course, you go to Arafah after Fajr on the ninth day. Let's say, let's say today is the ninth day. I'm just giving an example to, to understand this. What's today? What's today? The name of the day. Saturday. All right. Let's say today is the eighth of the Hijjah. You go in the morning. The pilgrims, they go to where? To Mina, the eighth. Wherever they are, those who are in Mecca, they, are, they go to Mina. What they do in Mina? They put in Ihram first and they go to Mina. What they do in Mina? Nothing. They just sit in those tents, alhamdulillah, enjoy themselves, and they pray there, Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, and Fajr. Next morning, which is what? Huh? The ninth, which is Sunday, in this example. In this example. So, Sunday morning after Fajr, they start leaving to where? To Arafah. Of course, three million, that's what they say, three plus five million, they all use one highway or two. Huh? 
and many of them, maybe the majority of them, they share in buses. So we have camps. And those buses, they go, and it's traffic, and they come back to pick up another 50 per, per people, go and come back. Some of them don't even come back. They get broke down, <laughs> something. Oh no, the driver maybe oversleep. For whatever reason. So therefore, some people, yes, they make it there at 7 o'clock in the morning. Some make it at 8, some make it at 11, some make it at 5. Some didn't make it until after Maghrib. You see what I'm talking about? So whoever make it before Maghrib, let's say certain people, they went from the early people. 10 a.m. they were there. What they do? They just sit there, alhamdulillah, they pray Dhuhr and Asr together at time of Dhuhr. And they make a lot of dua. They can eat, they drink, they sleep, they lay down. But they should remember Allah much. And they have to stay until Maghrib. They leave. They leave where? To Muzdalifah, to spend the night. Until Monday morning. See? So now the Shaykh is saying here. You have from that day, the whole day of the night, to be in Arafah. And the whole night until Fajr of Monday morning. In this example we're striking. If anybody make it before Fajr to Arafah, he caught Arafah. Let's say Fajr at 5 o'clock in the morning. And somebody made it at 4.45 to Arafah. Is this person caught Arafah or not? Caught Arafah. Somebody make it at 6.15. He caught Arafah? No, because it's Fajr now already. Okay? No. So some people may make it on the day, some people make it at night. Just keep in mind, those who make it at the day, do what they need to do? Abdullah? Stay there until what? Until Maghrib. No. No, the Fajr of the 9th. To the Fajr of the 10th, right? I know. In the Arafah, the Maghrib, they make the Maghrib prayer, then they leave? No. In Arafah, you don't pray Maghrib in there. Maghrib is in Muzdalifah. You don't pray Maghrib. Even Maghrib, you're there, Maghrib comes in, you don't call no Adan, nothing. You don't pray. You pack your stuff, get ready, the bus comes, get on the bus. Maghrib, it is to be prayed in where? Muzdalifah. In Muzdalifah. And Isha. Whenever you get there, before the middle of the night. Because why? The time of Isha expires at the middle of the night. So if somebody is still in Arafat, waiting for the bus, or they are already in the bus and they caught up in the traffic, and the middle of the night is like 1.30 a.m., for example, in summer or in the winter. Then they keep looking at the clock. 12 o'clock, they're still okay. If they make it to Muzdalifah by midnight, 12, they pray Maghrib and Isha. They made it there at 12.30, they pray Maghrib and Isha. But now we say if the middle of the night is 1.30 a.m., okay, it could be 12, it could be 11.30, it depends on the if it's winter, if it's summer. 
So now let's say in this example that Mar that Isha, the middle of the night is 1.30. People, they still waiting at Arafat for the bus. At 1.10, they have to pray Maghrib and Isha. Because they don't have no time. They're not going to make it to Muzdalifa before the middle of the night. Okay? No. Likewise, those people who are in the middle of the way, they go in. But then they caught up in the traffic. It happened to us a couple of times. Now you have to pray. Maghrib and Isha. Before you make it to, to Muzdalifa. Now. So the Shaykh is saying that the ulama, they have a, an agreement, a consensus that if someone miss Arafah, has missed Hajj. No Hajj. But they complete, they go to Muzdalifa with the Muslim, they do the rest of the things, but they have no Hajj. Okay? So, we repeat once again that the pillars of Hajj and Umrah, there are three Pillars for Umrah and they are the same pillars for Hajj. Who can remind us? Number one, Al Ihram. Number two, At Tawaf. Number three, As Sa'ibain Al Safa Al Marwa. These are three pillars for both Umrah and Hajj. But there is a fourth one for Umrah or for Hajj? Which one? For Hajj. Which one? Arafah. To make it to Arafah. Before what? For Fajr of the tenth day. Now, you gotta make it before Fajr of the tenth day. If Fajr comes in and a person didn't make it, no, he didn't make it. Inshallah, I'm gonna just read to you the Wajibat wal Hajj wal Umrah. Just mention them, enumerate them, but the explanation is gonna be next class, Inshallah, on Wednesday. Hajj has Wajibats, obligatory elements. They are not pillars. They are like less in degree than the pillars. And, and, and these ones, not like the pillars. These, these ones here, these wajibats, if a person miss one of them, he can expiate for it by slaughtering an animal. Okay? And from them is al-ihram in al-miqat. To make ihram in that place that are signed by the Prophet <coughs> but if somebody make them miqat after then they have to, to slaughter an animal I'll give you an example if you're traveling from America for example or from Europe and going to make Umrah and you're going straight to Mecca first not Medina then you have that plane if you're going by the airplane when the plane land in Jeddah you already passed the Miqat. Jeddah is not the Miqat. Jeddah is the Miqat only for who? The people in Jeddah. Anyone who lives in Jeddah, that's his Miqat. People who come by plane, the plane, like one hour or so before you get to Jeddah, that's when the Miqat. But the plane is not like, not like the bus. The buses, they stop there, they take you, they drive and go to the place and, and you can sit there and okay the plane doesn't stop until you okay we're stopping in the miqat planes don't stop in the air so they keep moving 
So you have to be ready. And you have to know. That's why if somebody didn't put no ihram, they didn't say labbaik Allahumma umrah, until in Jeddah, they still do it if they cannot go back to the miqat, but they have to slaughter an animal. Let's give you an example. Number two, al-halq aw al-taqsir. From the obligatory elements of hajj and umrah is shaving or trimming the entire head. Number three, standing in Arafah until sunset. Standing in Arafah is a pillar. But those who make it in the daytime is obligatory upon them to stay until sunset. If somebody leaves before sunset, they say, man, let me get a head start. They shouldn't do that. But if they did it, now it's a, that's a violation. They have to slaughter an animal. Number four, Al-Mabitu bi Muzdalifa. Spending the night in Muzdalifa. Some people from Arafat go straight to Mecca for tawaf and this. They skip Muzdalifa. They shouldn't. Because they have to, to apply what the sunnah of the Prophet But if somebody didn't do that, they have to slaughter an animal. Al-Khamis Ramiyu Jamrat Al-Aqaba. Of course, some of the ulama, they said they don't have to slaughter an animal, but they have to repent to Allah and this and that. But I'm just telling you what the Shaykh is saying in here. Uh, the fifth, Ramiyu Jamrat Al-Aqaba, Fi Yawm Al-Nahar. There is three Jamarat. But doing the one, Al-Aqaba, on the day, the Eid of the day. Number six, spending the nights, the 11th, the 12th, and the 13th in Mina. And number seven, Tawaf Al-Wada. We're going to read this, inshallah ta'ala, next time with, with details and with proofs, inshallah ta'ala, that the Shaykh presented, Hafidahullah, uh, whether from the Quran and the Sunnah or both. وصلى الله وسلم على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليم كثيرا